Hey, this is Teresa. Hi, this is Jody. And we are back for another episode of Where Girl Girlfriends Gather. All right, so here we are, episode four, and we are really stepping up our podcast game here. We are trying a new platform, so we're crossing our fingers and toes that this uh, works, that it transfers, and we can do this on one take. And this is, again, real conversation. We talk loosely about um, the topic, but we just get together press record, and just start talking. True and honest, right? True no and scripts. honest. No scripts here. No scripts. So we can, uh, let's just get started talking about whatever we're going to talk about. So let's recap a little bit because it's been two weeks since we've spoken. Um, we got back from the beach, everybody safely, had a great vacation, um, anything, Teresa, happened in your world in the last two weeks that you'd like to share? Any wins, any loss, anything just on your mind that you want to talk about real quick? So I had an awesome experience last night with my uh, three favorite guys, my two adult sons and my husband. I took it back old school, girl. We went back <laughs> to like... 80s rocker chick days, like big hair, <laughs> hair bands. And um, we went to a concert last night. And um, one of our favorite Baltimore bands, it was their farewell tour. And um, I went from the 80s high hair to flat hair with a hat on and in the rain, standing in the, rain. In the lawn, which I swear I would never do, but none of that <laughs> could. Uh, damper the fun we had it was just so cool to go back to those days with my um two adult sons beside me and my husband behind me and we're just like all rocking out and and did um, they know the music they did know the music because oh. they grew up on that with um us oh. loving it so much and they had actually gone to a previous um concert where it was a no girls allowed thing um, so this was the first time that I was with them and, um, we were, I was just rocking out girl. I went right <laughs> back. I went right back. I was like, heck yes. I'm bobbing my head and dancing. It was just so much fun. So there was a lot of people that I knew that went to that concert. So in the rain people. too. So, yeah. and I was proud of myself because I'm not um, a great follow thrower. I talked about that before, probably here, and I'm sure I'll talk about it many times. I have ideas. I'm like, oh, we should go do this. And um, for that, I was just like, we're going to do it. I pulled the trigger. I got the tickets. And I was just so thankful last night when we were there. I was like, this is one thing that I'm just so grateful that I followed through with because it was just awesome memories and just a great time. So that Indeed. was a lesson learned that um, just do it. Just Being do it. in the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Being in the so, moment. So speaking of family and stuff. So my little win for the week is that I made it another birthday to celebrate. Yes. And did. I celebrated my 53rd birthday, which starts my, um, what is it called? The circle around the sun. What, what do they say for your birthdays? You go around again. Another, Another year around the sun. 
Yeah. So that incorporated with, cause my birthday was on the 14th, which I call a national holiday, which all my friends know that. Um, yeah, yeah it's a national holiday. Um, so all birthday cards you can send my way for September 14th. I accept belated ones too. Um, but on the 15th of September was the start of the Jewish new year also, which starts a whole new year for us in the religious portion of it. And combined with my birthday, I just feel like I'm going to make it a great year. Do you know what I mean? And I got to spend time with my family on Friday for Shabbos dinner and Rosh Hashanah dinner combined. And it was just nice just to be with the family um, and enjoying the present moment, as you said. So, Teresa, our topic though today, I can transition into that topic with my birthday because all the love I received on Facebook, which is social media, was outstanding. Like you hear from people that you haven't talked to and people just wish people happy birthday. But social media is a huge distraction, right, Teresa? Oh my gosh. Like anyone who knows me knows that I can go down that rabbit hole so far and so fast. Um, <laughs> but I I feel like I not only lose hours, I lose days. Like I go right. hard. So that transitions into our topic. Yes, I did b- appreciate all the love on Facebook and I tried to, you know, comment on it. It was overwhelming because I ended up going to the baseball game, which Orioles lost. But yes, we're in the postseason. Go O's. Um, but it was so hard because social media is so distracting and takes up so much time. And that's kind of what our topic is today is social media and distractions. So, yeah. So along with that, not just um, social media, but I would say this um, little device that is sitting right next to me now that I feel is attached to my hip at all times, that um, smartphone that we have, which um, that is where we get on to our social media through that phone. So just everything that's attached to the phone, we have, um, email and text and social media and apps and maps and anything, which you would think would be, it's amazing. All of those things that we have access to are in and itself amazing. Right. A lot of it is very helpful, Mm -hmm. but it can be very distracting too. Super distracting. So um, I feel like we always go back old school and we're, I mean, that's just what we're going to do, being friends for 40 plus years. But to go back to times before we had the Oso oh smartphone, when we had pay phones and we had phones with the cord, like we talked about before, where we had to stretch it as far as we possibly could to go into another room so our parents <laughs> couldn't hear us. And then we had that thing the busy signal that, you know, our kids never have known a busy signal. They've never known, um, like no answer. Call waiting. waiting. They've never, they've never known that. And I saw, um, um, wait, go back to the phone where you stretch it with as far as you can with the cord. I saw a video of the first headphones and it was like this thing that you put over your head and you Velcroed it to the receiver to be hands-free 
So remember, we were always had the phone up to our hand to receiver. You couldn't do other things. It was never hands free back in the day. So they had this contraption that you would buy and you could Velcro the receiver to your ear. So you could at least oh be hands free, not cord free, but hands free. Oh, oh my right. gosh. And like a, another thing that we have on our smartphone is the video, like the access to video. And when video cameras came out, oh my gosh, you're <laughs> so old. When video cameras came out, it was like, you looked like you were on the news station. You were like, now filming the action news episode where this big camera is on your shoulder. And now <laughs> we have access to that on our phone. So, I mean, we used and, to have to watch those videos on VHS and with Betamax back in the day. <laughs> now you have the streaming, which is a whole other <laughs> distraction where you have, you know, binging um, shows and movies on TV that before we would have to wait to go to the movie theater. So um, we had the busy signals. We had the call waiting. We had um, fax we machines that, well, some people still use fax machines. Fax machines, um, pay phones. Mm -hmm. um, pay phones we were... Was it a was it a dime to make a phone call, or it was a dime? Um, it, was a dime. it was a dime, and that brought me back to when I was thinking about this topic. Remembering um, back, and again, we always say we're not going to get back to high school, but here we go back to the halls. Um, being in the lobby, like getting finished uh, practice after school, and forgetting my dime or quarter or whatever it was, and then doing the collect call to my mom real quick, like. <laughs> Trying to say really fast, like pick me up <laughs> before they charged you. Up. Or so, there were some friends, wait, there were some friends that skipped school and I would call them from the payphone and be like, Are you all at so and so's house? Right. Mm -hmm. you, you all know who you are. <laughs> so, like, why do we go back again and talk about all this? Because it just seems like times were simpler. Like you had you had space. Um, you, had you had to be outside and you had to connect real FaceTime with like, not FaceTime, but in person, you, that's the way you connected or on the phone line. It wasn't like you could video chat zoom, um, you know, thank God for zoom during COVID and FaceTime during COVID. But back in the day, you had to go to people's houses. You had to meet outside. You actually actually had to do recreation stuff outside. Wasn't sitting on computers and laptops and all that stuff. Right. And it was um, patience, right? You had to, you had to have some patience. It wasn't everything was instant gratification. So if your mm -hmm. phone or your friend's phone was busy, you had to wait until they were off of their other call or <laughs> you just so patient. So, and in that waiting, there was that space that you had to do other things to occupy your time. That's why um, my parents got my, me, my own line when I was 13, because Nobody could get through the home phone. So they got me right. a separate phone number. <laughs> right. It was busy. Yeah. So you had, it's everything now is right at your fingertips, which again, um, is awesome. But we also have to make sure that um, it doesn't have a negative impact. And if I'm being quite honest and real, which is what we are here, um, this phone of mine has definitely been having a negative impact in my life with just so much time sucked. And mm -hmm. I guess it's like 
why, why, why do I allow this? Like knowing that it has a negative impact and a story that I told, um, one of my blog posts was written about this very topic. And I highlighted an example of when I was on my phone and it just had such a negative impact. I remember I was laying in my bed and I, you know, just woke up. And what's the first thing that we do when we wake up? Grab for our phones. phones. God forbid, like grab for our phone. What do we miss? What's happening? And I was on my phone catching up on whatever, Facebook. And I looked out the window and I saw my husband's um, (laughs) car backing out of the driveway. And I was just so annoyed. I was like, how dare he leave? and not even say goodbye. So of course I'm <laughs> on my phone and I called him and I was like, what are you doing? You just left and didn't say goodbye. And he took a pause and he said, I did say goodbye. You were on your phone and like, whoa, you know, <laughs> reality check there. It's like, I didn't even remember that my husband said goodbye. I was so focused on my phone. And I wish that I could say that that has improved. Maybe it did for a minute. And this is years ago we're talking. And yet here I am still talking about it, still struggling with it, knowing the negative impact that it has. So it's just, I don't have an addictive personality, um, but this phone has gotten me hook, line, and sinker. So yeah, I can, relate. I can definitely relate to that because I always tell myself it's about work that I get on my phone and look on social media and I'm just teasing myself. But I find myself sometimes having conversations with people, you know, I'm on my headset and I'm just having conversations, but am I fully listening? Because sometimes I'm on Facebook scrolling also. And then I'm like, wait, what did you say? And that's not being a good friend or a good family member when someone's actually having a conversation with you. It's like hard to give them undivided attention because I'm so distracted by the phone or the computer because emails pop up or text messages pop up. And for some reason, I feel like I need to read them right away. So that's another issue of, you know, especially with work and stuff, you need to prioritize and block out stuff. Like, give your certain time frame to be on your cell phone. Like I'm not good at being structured like that. So you cut yourself off at night. Like I find mm. myself on TikTok at night laying in bed and I'm like, what am I doing? That's affecting your mind. You're putting bad stuff on your mind before you go to sleep. And that, that's what you think about. And then when you wake up, like you said, you look at your phone, you're like, I don't want to see depressing news alerts on my phone in the morning, you know? Right. So it's really, it's giving that gift, um, the gift of your presence. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that I really, you know, I don't want to say preach or, you know, I talk about a lot of like being present, being present. And I want more than anything to be present. But then again, yet I still allow this stinking phone to take over. And it's like, you had mentioned you're afraid that you're going to miss something. It's like that FOMO Mm -hmm. or, um, I mean, I don't know, I guess just is that addict addiction to it that we're so used to it now. And I don't know all of the, you know, maybe we should have done some research and have gotten some, um, 
specifics, but talking about you, you did the- you you did a little bit of research. What was the thing that um you were talking about with the kids now with their um they're looking straight at either video games or social media and when you're yeah. driving down the street. You did a little bit. You heard a podcast about it or something. Yeah, so it was a podcast that I listened to, and it was all about, um, you know, social media and phones. And the um, guest was talking about, she was talking about how when we're looking at our phones, your your head is just straightforward looking at that phone. And so we, again, this wasn't something that we grew up with. I don't think I got my first cell phone until... I mean, what were we probably like early, like mid twenties, maybe when we got our first mm-hmm. cell phone. So yeah, we didn't we have pagers. Phone. We had pagers. Yeah, we, before had, them. we had pagers and then we had cell phones. So I think it probably like mid twenties that we got our first cell phone. But anyway, so when you're on your phone, you're just looking straight. And then, you know, kids that are growing up being raised on phones um so they're looking straight so when you're looking straight for that amount of time you start to lose your peripheral vision so like your brain and again i am no expert i'm just paraphrasing trying to remember what she said but your brain is meant to like scan like go different directions like when you're out walking in nature and you're moving your head and you're looking around at all the things but when you're on your phone your brain is just, it's getting used to just facing that straight direction. And then your peripheral vision, you know, starts to become less and less, which, you know, that's a, that's a scary thing when, you know, we're out driving and things and your peripheral vision. So especially the way these people drive recently on our highways in Maryland is really ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right. So you think about that. And then also the effect I went and had a massage um, a couple weeks ago and the massage therapist even mentioned, he said, you know, I wish that I could just be a fly on the wall for 24 hours for my clients um, lives to see what their um, actions are. And a lot, you know, being, on the computer, looking on your phone, you know, sitting and being on these devices and like the tightness, like it gets in your neck and your back Mm -hmm. and, you know, from just being in that position over and over, you know, continuously. So it has an effect on our mind. It has effect on our body. It has effect on our mental. It has effect on social skills. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So especially with, I think, the younger generation is they're so used to texting that when and you see it all the time when kids are getting even adults, we can't just say kids like when adults, grown adults are in a room, what happens? You see everybody looking at their phone. So Mm -hmm. we may not be texting all the time our conversations and that's not always our main communication. what's the word avenue but you'll see a group of people just together on their phones and then when you take away that texting with that screen and trying to have a conversation it's like the the social cues are gone the verbal cues um and again we know on social media when you take away the um in person people are more inclined to say you know negative hurtful 
thing. So it really does behind affect. that screen. They do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it really does affect just the social um, in-person interactions for sure. And I feel like even community or like neighborhoods, you know, people um, like you said earlier, where we would go outside and we would, you know, interact with people. I feel like people are, you know, just to themselves a lot more um, where it's not, you're not having that outside communication. People are just more inside being who knows what they're doing on their phones. Well, one of the, um, I don't know what, one of the serious issues is with people is loneliness and yeah. social media does not help when someone is feeling really low and depressed, the loneliness that they're feeling. It's one of the number one causes I think of, um, depression. And I don't know if it's like suicide or anything. I, I don't know, but don't quote me on this cause I'm not factual, but it, it's very, it, people who are lonely, social media really affects that because they're not interacting really with people on a, to try to help with that loneliness. Right. Does that make and sense it, what I'm trying to say? I don't even oh, know. Totally. Yeah. And so, and it's like a double edged sword, right? Because it is like we mentioned before, it is a great way to connect. And I honestly, I feel like I, I am a connected person, like connection, um, people that is, that's my jam. So, um, you know, like I've said many times, I am in a house with all men and that does, we all have different personalities, but my guys aren't always the biggest talkers and we all know I'm a talker. So <laughs> they're really, I, I know shocking. Um, <laughs> so when I, I'm looking for that communication, I'm looking for that connection. So a lot of times that's what I'll do. I'll pick up my phone and I'm texting, you know, have how many group texts going on with different friends. And that's an awesome way to connect. We can just do a FaceTime. We can do go on social media, see what everyone's doing. So it is a great way to connect. But then again, as you mentioned, it's also the cause of a lot of feels. And we fall into that, um, the FOMO, the comparison trap. You know, the fake mm -hmm. book posts, everything is great. Um, oh my gosh. And then the rejection when you see, you know, the, the um, you can have a group of friends that are somewhere and they're posting and hey, and you're just like, wait, like I didn't know you were going there. Um, mm -hmm. So that left outness. So all of that. So I guess it just really boils down to um, it has good things. It has not so good things, and we're both on the struggle bus with the amount of time that we're allowing ourselves and the distraction. And I mean, you talked about with work and how you say that you're using it for work. And I have, we mentioned last week um, that we're, I'm in a career transition and um, you know, I did, we did start this podcast together, which I'm super excited about and grateful for, but I'm also have some other things in the works where I am working on, um, my goal is to start a new business and why, why am I wasting so much time doing things 
that are not productive and getting me towards where I want to go. And again, it's just an excuse. I'm like, oh, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. If I put down my phone, I would have plenty of time. Exactly. Because I could be doing a lot more work if I wasn't on my phone too. Right. But you know what? You do learn. Like I've learned some things though, like how to put do not disturb on, how to have no notifications from certain things and silence things. That has helped. So those are some tools that you could use, Teresa, too. Do not disturb mm-hmm. when you're looking on and working on your classes or, you know, a business plan. That do not disturb is the best thing ever. Just letting you know. Yeah, I do have the do not disturb set for um, like 10 to 7 or whatever. But you can but put it on during the day. That's an excuse. I'm calling you out. Oh, I, I'm, girl, I'm here for it. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, put mine on like three o'clock. Mine's on like three o'clock in the afternoon. Do not disturb. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're, sounds like we're segueing into what we're going to do and setting healthy boundaries um, mm-hmm. around our phone use. So why don't you give me, we're, you know, real talk and real accountability here, sister. So why right, don't so- you give me a few things that, you are going to um, put into motion boundary wise around your phone. And then I will give you some that I'm going to do. And then we can hold each other accountable. And also we can include our community of girlfriends in this. So we did create a Facebook group where girlfriends gather and it is all one word, no space. There is another group where girlfriends gather that has space. So go on to, here we are telling people to stay off and now I'm on Facebook, right? <laughs> stay <laughs> off, no, go on. Um, so we do have a Facebook community that we're creating. It's um, where girlfriends gather. You will look and find Jody and I's uh, picture of our podcast um, cover pic. So that's where how you know it's us. And join that community and we'll involve our community of girlfriends in this as well with a conversation of, um, is it just us? Is this having an impact in your life as well? And um, what boundaries, what healthy boundaries can you set around your um, devices? And we can all be in that community and support one another and um, hold each other accountable. So having said all of that, and what are some healthy boundaries? What's, what are some things that you can do to um, minimize your device distractions and create a um, healthier uh, life for yourself? One thing is using that do not disturb more often. And the other thing is, is when I'm talking to people and having conversations, put the phone down and right. stop looking at social media and stop looking at things when I'm talking to them and give that person my undivided attention, being more present with that person that's actually having a conversation with me. So it's something I've been trying to work on. Um, so that's one thing that I'm going to try to do. Also, I'm trying to be a little bit more structured where if a text message comes in, I don't have to pick it up and look at it, especially if I'm working on something or, and stuff like that. Just trying to put it down more. Right. So those are a couple things I've been working on. I got that do not disturb down for the afternoon and at night. 
and I do have notifications turned off. I'm like, I do not need to hear notifications from that. So, right. But I think can people comment on the podcast link to Teresa put comments on if people that are not on Facebook could go on and add a comment of what they do to help them not be distracted by devices or social media. Girl, you know, you know. We don't know. If you this. can, do it. I mean, you know, I am just winging this and figuring it out, <laughs> learning new things each week as we go. We're recording this, and we could end up just scrapping it because who knows how it's going to sound, but <laughs> we're doing this today, and I'll figure out the comments. I want to figure out show notes, but um, right now the answer is don't know. We don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Reach out to us, find us, you know, so. I just want to like circle back a little bit to what I hear. I'm going to play my um, little bit of my coaching role here. I heard you saying several times you're going to try. Oh, I will. How's that? Right. I will. I will. I am. (laughs) Right. So the difference between try and triumph is just adding a little oomph. I'm just not a good accountability person. That's all. Right. So rather than saying try is if we can say, make your list and say, I will, I will Mm -hmm. add, do not disturb from this time to that time. I will put my phone down in conversations. I will not. Yeah. Or I am, I am, I will. And that just gives it a little bit more, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, what's the Mm -hmm. word? Just, you know, who knows? It'll, make it more likely to do rather than just try. Okay. So some things that I am going to do, I am going to um, set times where I actually put my phone down because for me, um, it's near me too often. So I'm going to put it down. I'm going to have some times where during the day, I just take it and put it in a different room. And like you had said, at nighttime, I think what the experts recommend is to not be on your phone like an hour and a half, I believe, before you go to bed. And um, I've been struggling with some real sleep issues. And I mean, that's probably a big part of it. I have the plans to do it, but I don't follow through. So I will put my phone down at nine (laughs) o'clock. I will put my phone down at nine o'clock and I will leave my phone out of the bathroom. Why? (laughs) Go to the bathroom, like take a shower. The phone rings and I'm like, okay, this TMI, but I mean, we've got like, you even have to like pop out of the shower. Like why? I mean, who, right. we don't need to do that. So put my phone in a different room, set times where I'm not going to be on it, leave it out of the bathroom, and definitely not um, an hour and a half, like, yeah, an hour and a half before I'm going to bed. And like you said, if I'm in the presence of someone else, I should not be giving my phone any attention. Exactly. So there's that. And we can be the examples for that too, right? Mm-hmm. Like be the change yep. you want to be. So here we are, like trendsetters. We're going to, um, you know, be the examples to do this. So I believe in you. I know that you can do it. And I and know, I know you, you can do it. So we can do it. <laughs> we will do it. So mm-hmm. um, all right. That's so the I end think- of our time together, I think. 
That is the end of our time together. So as we always end with a positive quote, Jody, take it away. All right, everybody have a great two weeks and we'll see you soon. So real girls are never perfect and perfect girls are never real. Stay focused and don't let anything distract you. All right. So from two real girls, we're going to end another episode of Where Girlfriends Girlfriends Gather. Gather. (laughs) Bye. Have a great week.